welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, best club in Europe, best club in the world, for that matter, but I'm a little bit biased. <laughs> I am Brian Sanders, your host. Follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. More importantly, you can follow the show, that is at H-E-F-Pod on Twitter. You can follow the show on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod. English news and information on the Eintracht, including some extra little bonus stuff, such as contests. You can find that stuff there by liking our Facebook page. You can also email the show at HeyEintrachtCrankford at gmail.com. Do not do this show alone. Back to join me is Roman in San Francisco. Yay! Europa's beste Mannschaft! <laughs> <laughs> Greetings from San Francisco. How are you, Brian? I am good. I am good. It is Saint Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Oh, yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Woo! Yeah. Uh, in case anyone uh, lives under a rock, um, the Americans kind of love to utilize this, quote, Irish religious holiday to... Go out, go a little out on the town. I think is a yeah. nice way to put it, Roman. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We don't really celebrate it in Germany, though. I mean, of course, in the Irish pubs, you will uh, you will have some actions, but I would say not many Germans are aware that it's St. Patrick's Day today. Hmm. I know it's weird. Well, no parades or anything like yeah, this. Yeah, no parades. That's perfectly fine. It's because the Eintracht was playing is why people were excited. And uh, let's get right to the match. Eintracht Frankfurt. Eins. Nuremberg. Null. Indeed. Just one nil. Trust Just me. one uh, nil. Exactly. <laughs> Look, this match should have been an absolute rollicking. We should have had this be Dusseldorf uh, at home all over again. And yet it wasn't. There were multiple shots against the post. You had multiple attackers all looking really good. Uh, I mean, look, this was a team performance, and the team was miles better than our opposition. But I did see some bright spots from Nuremberg, so here's hoping that you know they are able to make a fist, you know, an effort of it in terms of escaping relegation because they have a, a tradition Baron. Uh, Roman, I mean, the Bundesliga, let's be honest, we would prefer to lose an Augsburg or a Mainz as opposed to a Nuremberg or, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Hanover. Right? I don't really recognize this Eintracht Frankfurt. It's kind of weird. It's kind of, I don't know what, what happened to it. I don't know if they switched teams or uh, or anything. This is not the diva anymore, you know? They just play. They just win the games. Even though, of course, you could see that they were tired. Um mm -hmm. You could see uh, that probably there was a little lack of concentration, especially at the end, like you know within the box, you know, like the, as you mentioned, the posts a couple of times, and still Gacinovic, he drives me crazy, um, you know. So oh, I don't know why. For some reason, I I I don't know. Uh, complaint. It's a complaint on a very high level, right? So I do get it. He uh, he also um, you know creates chances, but he just drives me crazy every time he has the ball and runs towards. The box, you know, I kind of like, oh my god, why him? Why does he not? I don't know. But who am I? Who am I to judge? Um, 
Other than that, I think it was straightforward. I don't think I was—I was not really afraid. It was 7:30 in the morning, so luckily uh, we already have time changes here in uh, uh, in, in California, so um, or in the U.S. Right, everywhere mm-hmm. we, are, we are already all on summertime, so not in Europe yet. So it was 7:30, not 6:30. Very comfortable. Get up in the morning, watch that game, and I really had fun. Uh, I was not really afraid. Uh, yeah, I think it was kind of interesting that Indica was not playing, but Touré. Um, but I like that, you know, Hasebe again, just what I think what we want to see, you know, straightforward. I mean, that guy, I don't know what, what he's doing, uh, but he's magical. Um, I mm-hmm. think just Hasebe is a real uh, game changer. But everyone in the team, you know, played really well. Um, Paciencia. Fernandez, for the first time in Fernandez. Me. For it had been a long time since I had seen him really do a top end performance for the Eintracht. It seemed very much that, yeah. you know, he was there doing good things, and then he would have a defensive blunder that you would then think, "Oh dear God," because yeah, uh, he 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 just has those moments in him, and this is one match where didn't have absolutely. One. And he really grew into his uh, into his position as well as captain, right? So I don't know if you've seen the you've probably saw the interview mm-hmm. he gave after the game. That was pretty cool, you know. He's a uh, um, um, yeah good good character, you know. That may be important, uh, you know, for the development of the game and the spirit. So yeah, I mean, I, I think like Jovic, he's a little bit a little bit too arrogant of a play in my view. Um, you know, it could have been a little bit cooler. But what I was really excited, actually, I was really excited to see Rebic play because you never know, you know, if he would have let him on the bench, I would have still been wondering what is his injury, you know, is he back to total normal? So that's actually what I was super, uh, super excited about, you know, that he was able to play. So we can say no injury or his knee injury was nothing uh, bad, you know. So that's actually mm-hmm. what I was excited about. Um, so... Yeah, I think it was a straightforward match. I think Frankfurt wasn't really afraid. Of course, there's always a little fear, you know, they can always uh, run a counter and, and, and maybe put a draw or losing. You could see that they were tired. But yeah, you got to win those games. And that's what just gets us towards Champions League. And I think they were really onto it. I mean, you could, you could see that um, they really wanted to win. You know, they saw mm-hmm. the opportunity of Leverkusen losing. And they're like, okay, now or never. And they and took Gladbach drawing and as Gladbach well. draw exactly. It's just perfect. Of course, Leipzig. Oh, we gotta get. We gotta keep them at ease. But as we talked in our little pre-discussion, we we're still playing against Wolfsburg. We're still playing against um, uh, Leverkusen. So we kind of do have it in our own hands almost. Um, yeah, at least to keep them in the back, far away from us. And uh, yeah, and Gladbach, Leipzig. I think Gladbach is kind of like getting um, a weaker spot. So I hope they're going to lose one or two games. And here we go. And Champions League it is. OMG. It's kind of of scary. So like Roman, the last couple of seasons we have been like, you know, flirting with the European places and kept on thinking, you know, what if we get the Champions League? And many people were commenting that, with the city that Frankfurt is and the stadium that we have and the fan following that we have, that then the sudden injection of, let's be honest, uh, competition steroids 
mm. money steroids that I guess you could say that the Champions League kind of uh, brings out. I mean, it, the long-term benefits are huge that could happen with the Eintracht. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable, and it's it's coming to a perfect timing as well, right? So if we really make Champions League, right? If we do, I think we we'll, we're going to be able to to keep a few of our players, right? I don't think the drain is going to be as strong as it used to. I could really say that even Jovic, Haller, and Rebic say like, okay, we're going to do one more year, right? Um, and if we do Champions League, we'll be able to keep um, uh, Trapp and uh, Hinteregger um, and maybe get one or two uh, new guys. Um, but it would be the perfect timing because I think we uh, we could get a proper Champions League team together next season. You know, um, if we would have made it last year and this would have been our Champions League season, mm. I don't think it would be way too early or too late, whatever it's going to be. Uh, maybe mm. next year is not going to be the best chance, you know, or like in two years, because you never know how, um, you know, if we have a big drain and new, new players uh, take some time to fill in the blanks. So let's say, yeah, we don't have Rebic, we don't have Jovic, um, and we do have other players uh, that we bought for the money, but we don't know how fast they started to integrate. It may be a little bit too early. But if we keep, if we really make Champions League now, I mean, let's just uh, uh, let's just play this uh, this out. I think we can keep most of those guys. I think they would really want to want to do it. And uh, yeah, and off we go, off to the races. So now or never. Um, for me. Let's be honest here. The Champions League is this dream, and for, whilst I don't, I'm not drunk enough to, or <laughs> at any point ever, to think of Eintracht winning the Champions League. Oh, let's be honest. We all dream of that. I would prefer to win still the Bundesliga title because I think that still to yeah, any but... German club means more. The only club that it doesn't yeah. really matter to is Bayern Munich, and. If we, I don't know, if we were able to get Champions League, you know, and basically go to all the players on the team and be like, look, we're going to be in Champions League. We want this team to be like one of the really great teams that are able to evolve within Europe. I would yeah. almost be ready for us to make Champions League, keep everyone, and then make a run at the big title. Make a run at the title. You know, even if we fall yeah, slightly yeah. short at maybe a second or third, that is still mm. the Champions League money. And then you can basically go to those guys and it's like, hey, look, we're going to be playing at this level going forward. This is now our expectations. Do you yeah. want to stick with this? You are now, you know, with XYZ profile around yeah. the world. Stick with us or go. The question is, how many would want to stick with it? And I think that quite a few guys would be up to that challenge because they would think, oh, wow, we thought Frankfurt was great when we weren't even playing in Europe, and then we got a tiny taste of Europe with the Europa League success. We'll see how far we can go there. And then you inject it with Champions League, the glamour that comes with that. I mean, it's something, it's, it's something to dream about. That's something that yeah, it is something to reality. dream about. But me, okay, I'm, I got I to gotta be honest here, like, there's no way I see anything of us winning uh, a Champions League or something like it. So, 
uh, sorry to say, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see any of that happening. Um, and of course, also the 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 champion, the Meisterschaft. You know, we're not going to do any of this. However, though, we don't need to talk about it that much now because, um, yeah, let's just see. Let's just. Uh, Yeah, let's just let's just ride it while we have while we have Benfica in front while we are playing this awesome season and hope that that we don't wake up at some point and yeah be sad. Yeah, But I don't think how this can happen actually because like the season is so great like even even if we only qualify for Europa League right even if only uh, and even if we lose to Benfica and we only do Europa League I think that will be amazing. Uh, You know, yeah, because that would end. be the first time we would have uh, made consecutive Qualified. European qualification yeah. since the, I mean, yeah. since Yoboa and Okocha were on yeah. the Eintracht. Spectrum, that is a long time exactly. ago. Yeah. And for yeah, me, yeah. I mean, that sort of, like, that would allow the team to then know, hey, we're able to immediately inject the club with some more money to kind of continuously try and build. Because consecutive European placement I think it's something that a lot of clubs have a difficulty with in Germany. It seems like that Dortmund and Bayern are pretty much the only guys who are able to be in there basically year in, year out. Leverkusen had shown it before, but they've fallen off the wayside. Wolfsburg, for a brief moment, had that too. Stuttgart as well. And each of these teams that I'm mentioning has, you know, eventually fallen away and missed out. Mm. And us showing ourselves to be a consecutive qualifier... I think that very much will aid the Eintracht in recruiting because then you can actually go to these kids like and say, hey, you might be on the bench for quite a few of the league matches, but we're going to have additional matches in Europe, which a lot of people will then have eyeballs on, and that will only raise you know, your profile as a national player because uh, we're heading to the international break. Um, Roma, before we wrap up, Uh, segment one, the hype around the Eintracht. It, I mean, it is totally Scary, justified, no? but but uh, is it unnerving you a little bit? Yeah, it's it is actually driving me a little bit crazy because I'm just not used to it. You know, like usually we we have this saying, "We sind Adler, keiner mag uns, scheißegal." Like we're eagles, no one likes us, but we don't care. Mm -hmm. And uh, now everyone likes us, so it is a little bit, uh, you know, mind-boggling or confusing. You know, it's where everyone, like, even they give us like the title, like the the, the tabloid media, like the Euro Eagles. You know, and uh, you know, everyone is just excited the way we represent uh, um, Germany, and it's almost a little bit too much, you know, for uh, for for my nerves. So. Um, I don't know how to deal with this, you know, with this uh, attention because, like, we like to be under the radar and not, you know, not the, the cool guys from the block. You know, we like to be rough, edgy, and, uh, yeah, so, and we're not that right now. We're, like, popular, you know. We're, like, the cool guy in the school, and we are usually not the cool guy. We're, like, the rough guys, It's you been know? a very, very long time since we've been the cool kid. I know, I know. And like I mean, suddenly we, we were are. everyone's darling when we won the Pokal, but, you know, that was just for one moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. a sustained yeah. effort uh, from the Eintracht, and I think that, let's be honest, folks, this is a team that is something special that we need a treasure. Yeah. 
So with that said, Roman, let's uh, get into our favorite uh, segment breaker. Uh, Hashtag what are we drinking? So on this St. Patrick's Day, what do you got? On St. Patrick's Day, I'm going Irish, uh, but I'm not having an Irish um, beer. I'm having an Irish pear cider. I think I had that already a while ago, and it's uh, yeah, it's super nice. It's something new. It's not an apple cider, but a pear cider, um, and it's all about good old St. Patrick, um, and yeah, it's good. I love it. Oh, what about go. you? What What are you having? Um, once again. I'm a fan apple of my local wine. brews. That is <laughs> no apple wine here today. Um, I'm always a fan of local brews. And uh, none other than yeah. the biggest one in Kansas City is Boulevard Brewing Company. Uh, let's see, they're owned by Duvel. Some people might uh, be aware of that, comp- that brewing company. So they come out with their seasonal in the spring, which is called their Irish Ale. And that is what I am drinking today. A good old amber ale. Mm. Very good, very good. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So I'm flying to Germany tomorrow, and I also I can't wait to get uh, to get my good apple wine again. So that's going to be exciting. So that's what I'm excited about. Ebelvoy in cold yeah, Homemade, homemade Ebelwein. Yeah, exactly. So a friend of mine, he has this little orchard, and Streuobstwiese, uh, as we say. And uh, yeah, so can't wait to get that Ebelwoy. Down my throat. And then I'm going off to Ireland, actually. Wedding wedding time, so oh, wedding after season. Patrick's Very Day, nice. off to Ireland. Yeah. There we go. All right, that's going to wrap it up for segment one. We'll be back in just a jiffy with segment two of Hey, Untracked Frankfurt. Stay with. Woo-hoo. Segment two, Hey, Untracked Frankfurt. Talking all things Untracked Frankfurt in the English language. Let's get to what is going on with Untracked right now. The most important thing is what Eintracht has coming up in mid-April. Roman, um, what are you doing on April 11th and April 18th? Oh, that's a good question, right? So uh, obviously I'm going to watch soccer, that's for sure. I don't know where yet. So I'll be in Frankfurt on the 11th when they're in, uh, playing in Lisbon, in Lisbon. But I'm going to be in mm. Spain when they're playing in Frankfurt. So it's a li- I'm a little bit annoyed by it because obviously <laughs> I could have and I could have gotten tickets. Ah! Or I would have had a ticket if I would not have been planning my trip to Spain. Uh, mm. Ah, well. Anyways, Hello. so... Uh, but I'm going to be watching in Malaga. So if somebody is in Spain, uh, let me know and uh, we'll watch it together. Uh, but yeah, but I, I guess I'm going to watch the uh, the away game on the 11th with my friends. Yeah, that will be good. Maybe accompanied by a barbecue. Don't know yet. The plans are not, are not Not final. set in stone. But uh, yeah, so in case anyone's been living under a rock, second time referencing that, uh, Eintracht <laughs> versus Benfica, yes, Luka Jovic's parent club. It's kind of funny that uh, we got drawn with them. Uh, in addition to that, uh, they also displayed who would be drawn in the semifinal. So you can uh, have a look at that as we get the winners. Should I track? Because we expect that they will progress to the semifinals of the Europa League. It's Slavia, Prague, and Chelsea of uh, the English Premier League, London, Chelsea. Uh, that the Eintracht could possibly face oh God, up wouldn't, against. Wouldn't in Prague the... be amazing? Holy <sighs> shit. I could tell you shit. Prague would be like the craziest thing. There will be 40,000, uh, if no, not more, 
uh, people traveling to um, to 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 Prague. Like this yeah. would be, yeah. yeah it would be if a, we're allowed that to would travel. Be an, that would be an amazing amount of fans. Granted, stadium only holds like nineteen twenty one thousand people, so not too many people will be able to fit in the stadium itself. But I'm pretty sure the Eintracht, there would be so many Eintracht fans who would just uh, want oh, yeah. to party in the city. And uh, they did not seem to get out to any shenanigans in Milan in terms of a bad way. So that should be a sign that the Eintracht can be trusted to travel in mass. And, you know, if we do end up playing uh, Chelsea uh, London, well, good thing is that their stadium holds like 40-something thousand. So we would be allocated a sizable amount of tickets. And, uh, yeah, we'll be just... Good old time for the Eintracht uh, as we travel. So, in the meantime, uh, Estadio da Luz is the stadium that is the home of Benfica. Uh, some people might also know that it is the stadium that is the 2014 Champions League final and the final of uh, the 2004 European Championships. Seating capacity of 64,000. So, uh, just saying, that is plenty big enough to be getting on with it's about half the size of the old one uh if it should be said but hey you know modern mm. stadium amenities look there's not if you look at the stadium in case anyone is wondering uh what it would be like to be in there it looks a little bit like the comments bank arena in this similar sort of format just got a one or two more seats so. Yeah, we're going to see Seferovic again, which is going to be interesting. Yeah, that right. We're going to meet with Seferovic, and Jovic is probably going to be extra motivated as well. You know, so it's uh, it's going to be just uh, amazing. Yeah, Harris Seferovic, uh, former Eintracht Frankfurt player. Everyone will remember him for his lone goal in uh, keeping the Eintracht up yeah, against exactly. FC Nuremberg, Nuremberg and the playoffs. After that. What he couldn't score in a whorehouse, let's be honest. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he's actually having Do you, have career, you seen like how is, he, how is he performing? Have you have you checked uh, it? I have to admit, I haven't. Yeah, uh, 19 goals in 40 appearances. Okay, is he a regular player? Like, is he in, in the yeah. starting 11 usually? They yeah. tried so they tried to sell him, uh, in the off season, there were no buyers. And the two strikers that they already had uh, got hurt. So he basically had to jump into it uh, with both feet. And yeah, so he has uh, done rather well for himself. For whatever reason, he has figured out how to play when under stress. And uh, <laughs> look, I used to, I talked so much shit on him. For very good reasons. Yeah. And yet now it's almost like as though all the karma has been coming to roost. Uh, pun intended, considering both of our teams have Eagles as mascots. So, look, this is going to be a great uh, moment for the Eintracht. And I'm hoping that, you know, we'll be allocated. They will realize that they could. it's better to sell all your seats rather than, you know, just say limiting the amount of fans who would be able to attend. Mm -hmm. And so... If they allocate, say, I don't know, uh, let's see, 8,000 seats, I think that will be good. I think we'll sell that in the blink of an eye, to be honest. 
I mean, they have only 48,000 people uh, show up for their last, uh, the last round of the uh, Europa League when they faced off against Zagreb. And only had 49 and a half when they faced uh, Istanbul Galatasaray. So I would think that if we are offered, you know, six to 8,000 tickets, uh, we will s- sell those. And then the Eintracht fans will just start buying, buying, buying all the available seats. Because, hey, I mean, how many times does a European quarterfinal come around? Mm. Not all too often. And then... You know, you're just two matches away from getting to the final in Baku, which yeah. is played in a very, very big and also very modern uh, stadium. So that would be great as well. And about as memorable as you could ever ask for uh, for an Eintracht Frankfurt fan. But, Roman, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So we are, we are. But hey, it's 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 yeah. it's, it's the episode of dreams, you know. Mm-hmm. We we were dreaming about Champions League. We were dreaming about winning the Champions League or winning the national title, and we are dreaming about Baku. And why not? You know, if you can't, as they say here in the Silicon Valley, if you can't even dream it up, it will never happen. You know, you first got to start with a dream, and then you go for it step by step. And that's what we're doing, loving it. Indeed. Freddie Bowich was talking about kind of dreams and aspirations, Roman. What did he have to say uh, most recently? I think you tweeted this out earlier. Oh, good old Bowich, yeah. He said, we're eagles, we like to hunt. That's what it is. And hunt we are indeed. So, nine eagles are actually headed off on international duty uh, for uh, various other squads all around. So, uh, Germany is taking on Serbia on the 20th of March, which is kind of interesting because Kevin Trapp has been included in that team. Daniel Da Costa is still not being included onto the team. I think uh, that there must be Joachim Love. Uh, he's got enough issues going on with uh, kicking out a whole bunch of Bayern players, but you know, oh, yeah. what you're going to do? I mean, it is what it is. So, uh, Germany will then take on the Netherlands on the t- Sunday, the 24th. So that will be interesting. But uh, on the other side of the coin of the Germany-Serbia match is going to be three Eintracht Frankfurt players. So Gastinovic, Kostic, and Jovic have all been selected for that team. All three, I yeah. anticipate, will be in the starting lineup. So It will be easy to decide who to root for, you know? So that's... Rooting uh, for them not to get hurt, more like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I also want them to win. I mean, like, ima- mm-hmm. imagine. So now here comes again. Now we're, we're in the dream session here, right? Um, imagine they play really well. Let's say they win. And like Kacinovic, Kostic, and Jovic. Like, let's say Kostic and Jovic. They kind of, I don't believe in uh, Kacinovic, as you've already heard. So, but if Jovic and Kostic, like, play really well, especially let's say Jovic scores twice, boom. You know, like his... Now that's where... Uh, um, uh, um, the amount the next club has to pay is going to increase a lot, right? It's mm-hmm. not only on the regular day-to-day Bundesliga scores, but it's on the international sides, exactly. right? So the same. So the same with when you when you when you score against Inter Milan, when you score against the German national team, that's where you put like lots of money on, right? It's always easy to have a lot of scores, you know, against Nuremberg or 
what at Wolfsburg or whatever, you know, like, or Augsburg, you know, to get, get a good numbers on. But to score against Milan, to score against Germany, to score against uh, even Olympique Marseille or whatever, that's where you increase your value. So let's hope this is going to happen. Indeed, indeed. Um, so some of the other players who are getting involved. So Denmark has called out Rono. Um, I keep on hoping that he will get an opportunity, but I thought mm. maybe he would have seen field time against Nuremberg. Instead, Kevin Trapp did it, and Kevin Trapp was pretty brilliant, let's be honest, because Nuremberg had a few opportunities uh, of their own. Credit to them. Yeah, I was uh, thinking not, the same thing, actually. Not done. I was thinking, like, maybe give Rono the chance, but then we were really lucky that Trapp was... Saving us, mm-hmm. yeah. So exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, Martin Hinteregger, uh, the goal scorer in the one 0 victory over Nuremberg. He's been called up by Austria, who plays in uh, matches. Uh, uh, let's see against Israel and Poland. And on the other side of the coin in Israel, uh, Tawatha. He's yeah, I know. He still is on the Eintracht bench. Another guy who I mean, if push came to shove would be able to take a spot, uh, you know, uh, should injuries or anything uh, come about. You know, he's one who we really don't t- hear talk about. Like, he'll make the uh, he'll make the bench, but that's been about it. He hasn't really seen any field time this year. So he's been called up by the Israeli national team. Um, just kind of guessing that they don't really have uh, crazy depth on that team. Um, Simon Follett. As uh, he got his first cap for Guinea, and they have a let's see at least one friendly, or, uh, or at least one match against uh, CAR. So you know, good luck to him increasing his international career. Rebic, though, after you know making his appearance in today's match, uh, after coming back from injury, he's been called up by Croatia, despite the fact that they are playing against. You know, Azerbaijani or and Hong Even though I hope he's not playing. Like him, mm-hmm. I do not want to see play. Like that's the exception because I don't know about his knee, whatever. You know, so ideally he doesn't he doesn't play because I don't want him to be injured. A hundred percent with you on that because I mean, look, Serbia and Croatia, two teams that they constantly have great talent on their team as a national team on the whole. Uh, but we don't want these guys to get hurt, and yet these matches that we're mentioning of the European-based uh, teams, these are part of the uh, qualification groups for uh, Euro mm. 2020, which is a uh, kind of a weird thing in and of itself. You know, not being in like spreading the tournament over so many locations and everything. Oh God, what a yeah. mess! Whoever created that was an absolute idiot. Um, <laughs> But that's just my opinion. And uh, yeah, here's hoping that everyone has a good time on international duty. Pick up whatever caps that you think that you need to increase your profile. And return back to the Eintracht in mint condition. You've heard that, uh, national team coaches. I said mint condition. So Mm. don't you dare think of ruffling up any (laughs) of our feathers. Yeah. We want them back the same way we send them over. If not better. Yeah. If not In, better. And better, exactly. Yeah. Like Jovic, I want better, you know. Jovic, I want plus 10 million on his, on his value, you know. That's it. Uh, 
Uh, Roman, I think there's a tiny bit of uh, your animosity towards the DFB and the German national team coming out in uh, wanting Serbia to just crush the Germany uh, uh, Germany in their uh, match. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Serbia win by 2-0. Otherwise, the Germans... See, the thing is, the Germans, they need to wake up. They need to... They a, a uh, continuing like this, you know, it doesn't work. You just need to kind of shake them, you know, really hard. Uh, otherwise, they just think everything is uh, good, you know, or they can solve everything. So the only way is hard facts, you know, boom. And the best way to present them with hard facts is uh, just a loss against Serbia by two goals from Jovic. And one of them will be uh, assist by, assisted by uh, Kostic. Mm-hmm. Mm. There you go. It's all official. Kind of like how he you assisted, heard it here first. Yeah, kind of like how he assisted in today's goal for Hinteregger. Oh, yeah. still, what oh, a beauty goal. that was! What a beauty Hinti it is was! Amazing. So we need to uh, touch on the Bundesliga just for a few moments before we close this episode of Hey yeah. Eintracht Frankfurt. Roman, as we've mentioned. Uh, Eintracht currently sitting in fifth in the Bundesliga table, one point behind Borussia Mönchengladbach, four points now ahead of Bayer Leverkusen, of which that goal difference is just massive uh, right now. And, uh, you know, it's only helping us uh, down the road. Rosenbosswort Leipzig, I don't know if we're going to be catching them. But I think Bruce Mönchengladbach has been kind of floundering for quite a while. And I think with the way that, you know, they kind of had their 1-1 home draw against Freiburg, I really fancy Dintracht uh, to catch them up in the next couple of matches. Because, folks, remember, we come back and we play uh, the likes of Stuttgart while Dusseldorf plays Mönchengladbach, which is a local uh, rivalry of sorts, and that should be kind of feisty being played in Dusseldorf. So here's hoping that Dusseldorf takes points off of them. That means the Eintracht can then leapfrog them on the final match of the match day itself. So we'll know the result of that and and, uh, whether we need a win or a draw to go into fourth place and start dreaming sweet dreams of more European nights with maybe more money at stake. <laughs> oh, yes, baby. This is what we're all looking for. Yeah, But yeah, I mean, everything is open. You know, why not? I mean, shoot, the title's still open. I mean, and uh, Dortmund faces off against um, Bayern Munich. Not the first match day that we come back from, but the match day afterwards, so... Here's hoping that uh, that title race stays interesting because, you know, it's only goal difference uh, defining those two guys. Well, let's, uh, let's be frank. Um, we are 14 points behind Roman. I don't think even if we win out that we'll catch either Bayern or Dortmund, in my opinion. No, let's not worry about this. Let's, let's worry about catching... Uh... Um, uh, good old Gladbach, right? So that's going to be the most important one. But I still do see the chance with, um, uh, with also with Leipzig, because don't forget, like they have, they will have a switch of coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it's not that unlikely that something can happen. You know, even though 
uh, if it's if it's fair enough to say that uh, it's definitely an advantage that Ragnik will be still involved in the club, so uh, he's not a uh, lame duck. Um, but yeah, you never know, you know. Indeed. Why not? Indeed. The end of, in the in the end of season, weird things happen, right? Well, and I don't know. We should have to see whom they have to play, but I think they still have some tough players, and I think they also still play Bayern. Um, so there's still some possibility. Yeah. Um, to kind of rattle off the way that Bayern Munich's schedule ends, uh, so everyone knows that we play at Bayern on the last match day of the season, but the match day before that. They actually play against Leipzig in Leipzig. So if the title is still in doubt, whew, that final match day could be really tight because I got a funny feeling that the likes of Leipzig will be able to get a result, you know, at the very late stages and keep the title still in doubt. So needless to say, unless uh, Bayern just kind of drops the ball like entirely, I think that, the, that uh, as the season progresses, we will have... No easy matches. Uh, we have, yes, the likes of Stuttgart, Schalke, then Augsburg, then Wolfsburg, then Hertha, then Leverkusen, then Mainz, then Bayern. So we're in a good spot right now. We've rattled off four consecutive wins in the Bundesliga. The only team rattling off that many in a row in recent form has been Bayern themselves. So we're uh, uh we're uh, keeping pace and catching up to everyone who is above us. Well, minus Bayern because they've uh, rattled off more victories in a row. And uh, here's hoping that uh we'll be moving up the Bundesliga table, maybe as high as even third. Something to dream about, Roman. Something to dream about. Oh, definitely. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's dreaming up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt. So, in case anyone's not keeping track at home, episode 88 has come to a conclusion. We're going to come up. We would like someone to help us out with uh, coming up with something fun to do for episode 100. So, ways to reach out to us. That's facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pond. You can reach me at, at KCSG on Twitter. Reach out to the show. That is at H-E-F-Pond. Roman, where can we reach out to you at? Oh, SF Bay Eagles on Twitter, as always. And actually, I'm going to be in Frankfurt, so if anything is going down, is happening, shoot me a direct message. There you go. There you go, everybody. So that's where you can follow us on the social media landscape and connect to us uh, therein. Also, email Frankfurt at, you know, at gmail.com. And wherever you do download your podcast, uh, give us a rating and a review. Uh, we love to have notes to take back to be able to improve uh, the product that we give to you guys. Because at the end of the day, we are all just fans who just love this club. And uh, this is a place for all of us to enjoy. So, Roman. Bam. Anything else to add before we say goodbye? No, I think I'm I'm just happy, and I think everyone else is happy, and that should be the way we are going to enjoy the next two weeks until we are going out to fight and win and get home the next points against Stuttgart, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it. Indeed, let's do it. So, from us all at Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, it's Jews. Jews. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt, la 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 la. Hey, 
Fun for la 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 la